Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode where we power through movies and then we get to the bullshit. Dude, due to you this, work hard and then you play hard. Due to this uh, coronavirus suggested quarantine self isolation, I've been staying inside and watching tons of movies. Oh, so you're, so this is gonna be all right. Well, I'm gonna get comfortable with my stream up here. You go ahead, go ahead and tell the uh, audience. Corey, you can't be watching a stream while oh, we're sorry, recording sorry. a podcast. Uh, we watched um, Knives Out and Contagion. In addition to a slew of other movies. I think I also watched Endgame. I watched uh, Hellboy. You watched Hellboy? Uh, I watched it like four or five days before you guys did. It's really? On, it's on HBO. Oh. Yeah. Why did I? Because you didn't ask. You I didn't paid search. $2 at Redbox. <laughs> For that garbage For... ass. I, it's you a bad, it. Hellboy's a bad movie. And I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but, and I watched um, Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Which was a good movie. I meant to tell you not to return that one. That was the one that of the two that you guys rented that I hadn't seen yet. But Worth watching. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, directed by the guy who did um, Taiki Waititi. The guy who did uh, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. He's funny. Yeah. I yeah. like I like Thor Ragnarok. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah. It's really one good. of my favorite Marvel movies. I agree. What's, what's the best Marvel movie? Endgame. Okay. Yeah. I think it's... There's just so much hype up around it. Like, I think it's Civil War. Uh, I don't think people will disagree with you. Okay. Yeah. They shouldn't. There's, there's like, four to. main hubs that you can land on as far as, like, the main, the best Avengers. Yeah. Most people, like, either, like, Iron Man 1, just because it's original. It kind of set the stage for everything else. It was a good movie, but I don't think it's the best. They've come out with better ones since then. Yeah, some people just what like, else like people the first say? time. Like you shouldn't make a a, a, a sequel. Um, Tend not to be able to recreate the magic of, of the first one. Yeah, sequels it just depends. Obviously, most are bad, but. So you make the general statement that <laughs> don't make sequels. Uh, no, they definitely should make sequels. Sequels make money. People go to movies they recognize. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that it's a good movie. No. But oftentimes, it's a good way to make money for the studios, yes. How stuff sells, and if it's a good movie, are rarely correlated. Absolutely. Like this channel. It's a gold mine, and no one's We're dropping it. nothing but knowledge bombs on you guys, and none, nobody's watching. Hi, Mom. <laughs> What's up, Mom? Hi, Mom. <laughs> we'll see. We got, if we get five views on a video, it's your mom, my mom, <laughs> me, three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just God. kidding my mom has no idea she's like oh okay I, fun. yeah but i think i've shared one video one time i think the only video i shared off of our channel is the uh me being the cockroach hunter yeah what is what does jolie call him kukas kukas the kuka hunter kuka hunter como un machete um let's let's uh the market research states that People don't like it when they click on a video, and we don't start in oh, the topic. Oh, okay. Contagion, so let's dude. Talk about Contagion, it. Contagion has Matt Damon, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, wish I had Anna de Armas, but it doesn't. We'll save that one for later. Anna de Armas is in Knives Out, but um, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet and Morpheus. Morpheus. Um, no, it it has um, Brian Cranston. It does have Brian Cranston as well. He plays a, sm a relatively small role. And uh, Jude Law. Jude Law. That's what I was thinking of. Jude Law was in a really good movie. Um, it was actually a, like a Charlotte romantic. Holmes. No, uh, romantic comedy. <laughs> it's called. Um, 
Something like... Corey, we are going to quarantine you. I already am quarantined. I'm stuck in my room. Just kidding. I got to work every day. Dude, I want to give that. Re- I, I want to give that movie a, re- a shout out and recommendation. You're blinking. You can't remember it's, what movie. It's like it is. one of those hidden gems that everyone should watch. Uncut gems. Uncut gems is pretty good. I think I saw that at Redbox. Uh, that movie is super. Like it makes you like, gives me anxiety. All right, now I'm super curious. Oh you my god, it, look at you? all those credits for Jude Law. Jude Law's oh, been not, he's been in some movies. Those are some awards as well, too. Uh Grand Budapest Hotel. Awesome. What? Do I have the right Jude Law? <laughs> this... You want Jude Law Jr.? Jude Law the second. So it was like a romantic closer. So closer. Or closer. C- closer. Closer. I think it's closer. So, I mean, you close and you oh you're close the god mo- bless the american english language the movie is about two couples that all it's like a love square and it's it's really Swingers? interesting no uh cheaters nice <laughs> yeah uh really good like just a really good movie really that good built no up one's tension and drama yeah no one's under the radar yeah but Uncut uh, i like i like jude law as he was yeah, he was too. good in this movie too yeah. He plays a reporter uh, reporting on the contagion activities. He's a blogger. Blogger. You're right. Um, why did you like that movie? Because you showed it to me. Uh, I remember watching this movie, like, going on trips with family and just, like, an interesting movie to watch. I like the... 2011. Yeah, 2011. So Steven Soderbergh. I think I saw it by myself one time, and then I went up to visit family, and I watched it with them, and I was like, this is just, like, a really cool, fun movie uh fun is not the right word yeah it's inter- it's, it's exciting it's, it's exciting and it's uh it's paced in such a way that you can't really like look away or you miss yeah. something and yes. so i like that it's very methodical yeah yeah like this is what happens here's how it like goes through and they kind of like keep it very like everything done is very accurate and yeah in, like how the cdc handles things how the labs handle things how they burn the stuff how people would probably react in the in the in the hypothetical situation of like a virus is killing you like stay in your house oh we don't believe you oh we're gonna riot because this blogger told lied to us and told us that this home remedy or no vaccine is gonna help you type thing and you know shit goes crazy and you end up finding a cure six months later and or a vaccine six months later and now you have to do you know just the whole the whole way that it's portrayed to you is just very cool minus the fact that there are very good performances sure yeah i i liked the i mean steven soderbergh like i don't know what else has he done he's done some other movies but he it's almost like an action movie but it's about uh either no i shouldn't say it's like an action movie it's like a exciting thriller movie where yeah. the story's developing and you're getting like a sense of dread right like oh crap this keeps getting worse this keeps getting worse and it was so interesting to watch this as all the coronavirus stuff is happening because it actually fall the movie comes out nine years before coronavirus hits it's kind of acting exactly like how stuff's happening now oh i i almost can i could almost guarantee or say with a very high sense of security in this statement uh 
that Soderbergh did research on what the preparation yeah. plans are worldwide for sure. how this stuff happens. Like, he must have. there's a whole reason that we have the CDC reporting to the WHO, who sends, you know, diplomats and and epidemiologists, not epidemiologists, what Ep- is it epidemiologists, called? epidemiologists, yeah. epidemiologists is. Uh, don't ask me that. I don't know. Epidemiologists. Anyway, you send these people. You know, let's find out what happened. How do we cure it now? Like that's exactly yeah. what they did, or that's I, what I hope the WHO did for contagion is like send someone to Wuhan, figure out is this the epicenter? Blah blah blah. How how do we yeah. prevent this from from going out? I watched an interesting video today that Taiwan is like 150 miles off the coast, so relatively close, yeah. or the coast of China, I should yes. say, so very close to Wuhan, and they only had like five deaths. And they're like right there as neighbors. So what is that country doing that we need to? Well, they had preparation plans ready to go instead of halfway built. Oh, we need some time to get this up and running. So let's pretend that like coronavirus happens and a gunshot went off and all the nations are racing to be able to get to a state of containment. Yeah. Taiwan, as soon as the gun. Because they're an island. So they're kind of like. Yeah, and they're a little bit smaller, but they had the processes in place. Like, as soon as they heard about it, they're already on planes, testing people, figuring out, do we quarantine these people? Do we keep them isolated? Let's throw masks at everyone. Let's throw, you know, we got the resources ready to go because this could decimate us. Look how close in proximity we are. I mean, Russia now is like, oh, we got the flu, hypothermia. No, they're lying to us. It's all corona. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of propaganda happening. Oh, yeah. we We don't know how many... Uh, cases in in China there actually are people keep asking me is this do you think this is political no this is just a natural progression progression of disease in our world people are going to benefit was that questioning like Like, people people think think that it was like planned by China that China did this shit on purpose I don't think so yeah Yeah, I don't think so either there's no evidence that says that right and if there was we won't find out for a long time anyway everybody would find out like quickly I would I would think it's just it's like a conspiracy theory. There, yeah, there's yeah. not a we have to see evidence of that occurring. Right. And but it's still fun to talk about conspiracy. It is fun to talk about. <laughs> I'm trying to dismiss it, but it's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> like, like what if? What, what if China, China did did, did this? Yeah. So in contagion, like it's kind of the same thing. Like a pig yeah, has bat shit fall in its food. It the pig eats it. They slaughter the pig. They eat it, and within hours, in the contagion movie, what was it called? Do you remember what it was co- No. I don't remember what it was called. You saw you saw the bird flu, and then you saw H1N1, and then at the bottom when they put the the data of the virus back in the – maybe it wasn't Did they call data. it a novel virus, though? Yeah. I want to I want, – uh, Oh, I forgot what the contagion virus is. What do they call it? I won't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway. Rip. All right, Michael's doing the Google searches today. I really he's he's like the one on his phone. You let really us, don't let like us know if you like this. I don't. I, we got to get feedback on whether people find this annoying or not. Dude, we're not big enough to have a fucking Alex or. Uh, How do you get big, Corey? You do what the people want. You do what the viewers like, I should say. I get big by working out. No, you don't. You're mostly, skinny. You don't have the body hip, type for it. Mostly hip thrusts. Uh, would you recommend this movie? 100 percent yeah especially at this time i tell people about it all the time hey have you ever seen contagion it's really like hidden gem and now all of a sudden it's like number four on netflix i checked the other day. really yeah the number four most watched popular movie over the the end of the week was uh contagion which doesn't surprise me like let's find out oh i'm curious to see like what kind of movies deal with uh 
viruses and pandemics like people are thinking like 28 days later and like zombie movies like it's not really you're closer to like walking dead where it just kills you and then you come back to life type thing um what was interesting in this movie is that it actually like is inaccurate like the reason ebola didn't go crazy is ebola is like a highly deadly disease so if you get it you have a high likelihood of dying and in that actually prevents the spread of viruses yep. and so in this movie the virus is highly like it kills people within hours no right or no. Uh, within a couple of weeks but everyone who gets it dies pretty much like almost pretty much right right yeah and so well it's just, that's it not was... coronavirus coronavirus you're not going to die if you right. get it but it's still just it's almost double more than contagious because the exponential growth of it like how fast is transmitting between people without having symptoms makes it more dangerous. Like remember no, no, when she I'm was running. If you if you if you got it and you died, you have less likelihood of actually spreading it. Oh yeah. Which was the case in the movie. No. It was. It they was weren't a, dying within days. Remember she got sick and it was but like. But everyone died. Right. Whereas but, coronavirus spreads without people having symptoms. It's not a dangerous disease, which causes it to spread more. Whereas if it's more dangerous, like Ebola, it, it spreads less. Right. That right. Was a, well, that's the the grade. But in the movie, you're still alive for two to three weeks. Like you're not dying within days. I think the first Gwyneth Paltrow died within days because she was patient zero. And as it progressed on, it kind of developed and got better at attaching to the DNA, which made it last longer in people. That's why it was like so. That's why it killed I think 10 million people or something in the movie. Is because you had two weeks of being contagious but you know 72 hours of being that you don't have symptoms so you're just out and about thinking you're fine and safe and then just like corona you're passing it along to people who don't even know yeah yeah dude what a what a crazy movie good movie and the ending is like i mean as you're going we would recommend that you go watch this um as as the movie's like progressing along just the world gets emptier and that's kind of what's happening now is that we go outside and like, people aren't like congregating. Like people everything's are closed. <laughs> everything's closed. You walk. Cities are shut down. down. States are on a quarantine. Like today is what March twenty first. Yeah, it's March twenty one. March twenty one. So as of today, we have New Jersey, California, and one month ago, no one was talking about coronavirus. Oh, we'd heard ago. about it two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and now the whole country shut down. It's in. I mean, this is documented evidence. Like people are gonna be watching this like months or years from now. Like. It is it's the last video we ever recorded. Yeah, for everyone. We're going to upload it, and then coronavirus is going to get us. Got to knock on wood it's, for that. You walk into a restaurant, and all the, the nobody's nobody can sit down inside the – so everything's, like, packed up. Like, all the Starbuckses are empty. You can walk up to the counter and order, and people are wearing gloves and face masks and, you Who know. was it? I think it was the gas station over here at the end of the corner. Yeah. One of the attendants was wearing uh, a mask. It had to have been, like, Monday night. And I asked him, I was like, are, are they telling you to wear the mask, mask or no? He's like, no, I'm choosing to wear the mask yeah. and the gloves. I was like, interesting. And then I go to Publix, and they're like, the company won't allow us to wear masks and gloves. Yeah. She's like, you shouldn't be. They're telling us that we shouldn't be wearing a mask unless we're sick. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what regulations. Oh, yeah. right. Because they don't want non-essential people with masks to then we run out of masks. Which is like, it's crazy how this country is like. A couple weeks away from if we lost production, mass outbreak comes, we lose production of masks, people stop working, and then you hit that spike in the healthcare system where right. everyone floods in the emergency department. Um, 
that could be like it could be real bad. It's yeah. not at that point yet, right. but everyone's We're trending about towards it. it. But that's why that's why they have the flatten the curve, which is like everybody just hashtag flatten the curve it's we're all gonna get it right so they say 30 to 60 percent of americans are gonna get it um and that was like predicted a couple weeks ago right it's it's gone worse than expected in terms of countries that get it and like they've closed down all travel yeah like it's insane that you can't get on a plane and travel out of this country or you is can't... it also insane that you can spend 60 dollars round trip to las vegas right now from orlando florida <laughs> but it's i'm gonna pull the trigger it's not recommended but you can still go you can they're gonna physically stop me. I paid for this ticket, and that's that's a weird thing, right? Because then that would cause a real panic if they physically like constrained you to your home. Right now, yeah. it's all just a recommendation, right? Like, well, you've seen the videos on Reddit of like, well, I think there's TikTok videos too of people like getting in pools, getting going in. They're travelers in a different country, and they're getting in pools and being physically pulled out of the pool and like arrested for breaking the rules or people are going yeah, into like getting fined parks in yeah 10, 10 certain countries 10,000 pounds or something i think in england for violating the curfew and stuff like that yeah i'm sure it's way worse in like eastern countries where they don't give a fuck about your rights or anything like that yeah exactly pull exactly. you straight out of the house yeah i think i saw that for h1n1 like some chick was trying to raise awareness for it some reporter and like five police people showed up and she's live live streaming this and you see them just, just like arrested. pull her out yeah, she just, just, they don't give her a reason like they're just no like rights. you have to come with us like come right now and she's no and they four people pick her up and carry out screaming yeah do you think this is kind of making everyone like the whole politics like i'm watching trump talk every single day and he's he's keeping it pretty lighthearted. like they're they're um like he, he made the funniest joke during a press conference he has every all the reporters like everyone's social distancing so i was sitting couple seats there have a seat of space in between and trump like points out at two cnn reporters he's like i think we need a social distance you guys need to give some more space you need an extra in fact why don't you two guys just go out go away go go outside and i was just i was laughing dude this guy just told them that they need to leave it was funny it was it was like everyone was happy it was good news going around because they're they're actually on top of i mean all the reports i can see is that we're on top of it we know there's like a 15-day plan that they're on day six today of de-escalation, slowing down the spread. Yeah. Because they think everyone's going to get it, but we, again, flatten the curve. Just don't flood in. Right. If we're all going to get it, let's get it um, sporadically. Sporadically over the course of the next couple months. Yeah. So, and in Florida, luckily we don't have lots of case uh, cases. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, humidity and heat is keeping a dampen, having a dampening effect on its contagibility contractability contractability i think so google it google it call Don't in us to learn words you're not gonna learn words here you're michael's be the favorite joke call in let us know if that's the right word oh, we geez. use you know they do say that a lot on uh tuesdays with stories <laughs> yeah so i'm like that's great yeah i laugh the way they every say time. it is funny yeah the way you say it it's like well yeah because they're like making shit up half, i mean they're riffing half the time and they just like make something up and then with a, one person will be incredulous about it and they'll just be like, I don't know. Call in. <laughs> I wish I had the riff ability. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I don't. I riff every time I get on this fucking show. I know. Pod it's clear. show project. I don't know I, what this I is. I use three different words to describe it. I think it's a show. Yeah. I think it's a show. I think we're trying to provide entertainment and cater it towards. By showing ourselves. A, a, a certain group of people. Like. I think we have an audience out there. We just have to get it to them and, and find it. So pass it along. Share pass, it. Share it. 
Um, you can't just say the same thing that I say every time. That I'm makes it more lame. I'm reinforcing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to say anything else about contagion? Um. Yeah. Don't eat pork. Or pangolins. Or pangolins. Actually, just stay away from. Did you any know what a pangolin market. was? Yeah, I did. I had no idea what a pangolin was. It's pretty cool. Very similar to like a. It's an like an otter. anteater. Yeah. And it's a marsupial. Definitely too cute to eat. Mm-hmm. Some Not a certain Chinese. a certain type of people will eat anything. You just said. <laughs> I was trying to avoid saying. It's not PC. It's it's the facts. They originated in China. It was Chinese. Chinese will eat anything. They have they have like. Um, I watched a video on it. They have like little side street markets that are kind wet of markets. on yeah wet markets that are unregulated selling oh yeah third party food they're wild like, I guess it's wild wild, wild co- animals yeah wild yeah. animals that they're selling that are alive that are all intermingling down there and then you get some weird DNA and shit keep and them you together. slaughter that shit and you eat it and you take it home yeah and you like you, it's exactly what happened in Contagion the bat they think transfers a virus to a pangolin people eat pangolin that's what they think happened to the to COVID right yeah I'm describing COVID <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a bat, shat, and uh, a bat, shat, and a pangolin. Bat, shat, pangolin. Chinese eats pangolin, and then the virus morphs, and then they spread it to people, and it, it yeah. just took off. It's crazy that probably that one pangolin, let's say like five people ate it. From those five people, you've shut down the world economy. Yeah, yeah, that's why. It's like insane. so many people, all the people who are like uh, the Paul Revere's of this whole pandemic stuff. Like, they're all like, we fucking told you guys, like, 10 years ago. This yeah. movie, Bill Gates trying to make like sure that we're change. prepped. Yeah. You know? But it... Well, climate it, change is actually something we can do about, whereas this, we just need to be prepared for it. And if we are as prepared as Vietnam, our economy would not be in the tank right now. <clears throat> Maybe, but you never take stuff seriously until... Because, I mean, we hear about nuclear war, but that hasn't happened yet. We hear about... Uh, we heard about anthrax. nuclear war in the 90s but you hear about all these things and like it's the overreaction and the panicking that actually causes the bad things to happen and this is like a normal reaction like the stock markets are shifting and we're gonna ha- we're gonna go into recession right but, but if we had listened to bill gates who's doing the research Nobody who has the money yeah that's what i mean we should be listening we should keep our ears more open and not be so incredulous to the i actually disagree with outliers i have this is like my one minute little diverting of thoughts is oh that, we already lost viewers no nobody we're hemorrhaging nobody lists nobody listens to that type of talk it's just not effective like the way to do it is don't even get people to buy in just make it like that they accidentally fall in so if i'm like looking at a line and i want everybody to line up here and then go here i have to make it almost intuitive where they naturally sit down here they get up they sit down they you know they, they go along the line until it's their turn as opposed to um lining up without any direction people will just like go with the flow and they'll and that's what we're in with like pandemics like everyone's just confused and no one's doing the right thing let's make it accidentally the right thing that everyone just accidentally does that's how climate change is going to be solved yeah, it's going to be all humans are idiots and they can't listen exa- to direction. well it's just dummy proof it's like our my focus and your focus and everyone's focus on day-to-day stuff is not pandemics it's not climate yeah. change yeah but if I could live my life normally that was helping climate change, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And that is where businesses, uh, 
and entrepreneurship and starting they change consumers behaviors like um the fact that i get my information and my news from my phone and nobody did that 20 years ago that's directed effort down that type of path right. i don't know what that is for pandemics but yeah see, so do you see is that mm-hmm. so it's not that nobody listens yeah nobody listens ever yeah especially to us especially to us ever <laughs> episode 20 um, oh we're not doing that i know i think i think we're on episode 21 actually we're not on numbers anymore so i'm i'm conflicted on the numbers um because i want these movies to be standalone and like just go with if you are looking for a movie recommendation just click on our list and any one of those i would recommend watching one of those movies and um then listen to the episode watch the episode but if we're gonna just riff around and talk about whatever i want those episodes that have numbers on them interesting and also have an archival but dude this is so creative and nobody's watching that it, we could literally do whatever and just whatever happens to work that's been my approach this whole time literally do whatever I want. yeah uh, let's move on from contagion yeah talk about hashtag contagion now hashtag knives out uh i didn't like this movie knives out as much as you yeah i don't think you have i i think if oh oh what do you should we wrap yeah. up what do you give contagion five out of five really yeah nine out of ten wow i i would give it a four it was a good movie well paced well directed well acted i'd recommend it yeah there you go i think uh, there's very few chinks in its armor <clears throat> i agree yeah um but knives out i'd probably give a three yikes and you gave it ten yeah what did you like about that one so much? I just like the flow of it, how I how, enjoyed it. how it's atmosphere, the atmosphere that it created, like the uh, what's the word I want here? It's not the ambiance that it created, like in a theater or whatever, but like just the, the feeling, yeah, just the vibe of the movie was yeah. a little bit like, oh, this is this is a murder, but we're just gonna kind of take our a lackadaisical approach to like how we portray that murder, and like the characters are kind of. It just it almost feels like old school without being old school because it has modern like applications and you see like a little like there's almost like hidden humor in some of the ways that things yes. happen. It and was so funny. I just re- yeah I, I, it, was, I, it, was it was funny and funny and it's a mystery murder like that's the combination of all those things done so well. I, I liked all it. that about it too. Yeah, I like being able to cut back to what happened. You know when they're thinking back or when uh, let's see who does it have Daniel Craig. James uh, yeah, James Bond, Captain America, uh, Anna Darmus, Anna Darmus, Batman's girlfriend. Oh, that was that was a stretch. It's Ben Affleck is dating her now. What do ben, you mean, Ben Affleck? Oh, because Batman, ba- new is Batman. Da- Actually, he's not even new Batman. He's he's <laughs> now old Batman. He's it's dude. <laughs> he was barely Batman. They're going through. Batman's faster than I go through boyfriends. <laughs> Vibrators. Vibrators. What do I go faster through? Go through anal beads. <laughs> Every time I see you make a joke, I just see our account, our viewer account, just go Someone's down one, away. Just down one, down one. Michael's making jokes. All right, we're out of here. Anyway um 
that movie had like really good pacing too like there was no lull if it was lull yeah it was like a, an important conversation so i just think it, it hit on all the right notes that's why i just loved it so much i also saw it with my family so i had a little bit of that experience like over the holidays i'm home really chill really relaxed oh let's go see a movie see it with my grandparents my family and we all had a blast watching it so and then i was sit down, sat down and watched it with you too because i just really enjoyed it I, and it was worth watching again the second time yeah. Um, I wanted Daniel Craig's, Craig's character to be more, um, um, what's the word, like, extravagant or flamboyant, like, more interesting. He was kind of reserved. Yeah. Most uh, you, have you ever met a private investigator? Yeah, I want them to be the opposite of that. I want to be like Sherlock Holmes, like, pissing everybody off around him. And Sherlock Holmes was a private reserved he's person. a detective but he was no, reserved he no what sherlock holmes is like that genius that kind of yells at people and watson can't uh stand him have you ever read sherlock holmes before yes how many um half a dozen short stories i've read them all okay he's reserved i don't think you're telling the truth i think i am he doesn't tell Watson everything. He doesn't even tell the people that he's taking cases from that he's telling everything. I think most investigators, by virtue of the job that they do, makes them more reserved. Okay, I wanted him to be. I wanted more characteristic features to stand out from him. Like for example, um, I really liked the nurse Anna De Armas. Um, I bet you did because she's hot, and that's the only reason. No, I liked her because uh, <laughs> I liked her because uh, she just kind of like everyone sort of talked over her and that was an interesting part about her character because she was normal she wasn't pissed off she wasn't but she was kind of she connected with certain people in interesting ways and then like when she lies she throws up that that was just funny because i thought she was going to turn out to be like we went into spoiler territory i thought she was going to turn out to be the murderer and then you're sort of set up so that it's like oh, she's not going to be the murderer because she throws up she lies. Like, she's so innocent. I thought that was going to... They were going to reverse it on us at the end. Mm. Um, kind of kept you guessing the whole time. Yes. And I, I did I did appreciate that part about it. But her character was interesting for those reasons. Right. And um, Captain America, his character was interesting because he was an asshole. Chris Evans. Chris, Chris Evans. Uh, Steve Rogers, I think, is this. <laughs> Jesus. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Google, Steve Rogers. Oh, this is Captain America. That's still not the right actor name. Yeah. And, and all the other characters were, um, like, interesting in their own way. Yeah. But Daniel Craig was, like, the most boring character. No. Him or the other investigator. I think there was a deeper level to his character. Like he, I didn't see that. He was, well, yeah, you're not going to see it because you have to. I was looking for it. I wanted I wanted to. Yeah, you kind of have to infer from it. Like, he comes into this house, doesn't know who's hired him. So he doesn't even know who, like, he's kind of reporting to. He's this famous person who's done these famous, like, mystery solvings and murder solvings and all this stuff. So he has, like, all of the acclaim and renown. Of course you're going to be reserved. Like, how, how many famous people do you think that are, like, interesting? They're only famous because they did one thing that got them renown or money or, or a fortune or whatever. And then the way that he does it, like, he's not very forthcoming with it. He doesn't tell his Interpol yeah. uh, entourage that his you know how he's doing it what lines he's drawing between the different things he's just 
he just knows he's confident in his abilities and he figures it out as he i mean he's listening to fucking music or an opera in the car while he's waiting for <laughs> for what's her name anna to go find the briefcase <laughs> the main piece of evidence of this thing he's just like listening to music with his glasses on and all of a sudden an ambulance drives up and he's like oh shit like he's he's just kind of like he's kind of a doofus a little bit yeah yeah that was funny he probably like it probably wasn't purposeful of it was it probably wasn't like on purpose that he became famous like it just is like an accident a happy accident that he's from Texas or from the south and he got assigned these cases and he just happened to solve them and they became high profile but yeah. he's really not like a, a sherlock a holmes genius dude it was a another movie where all the characters are incompetent except for our main character like everyone sucks at what they do which movie this movie Knives oh, Out, uh, but it's also like um shimmer lake oh okay so shimmer lake was uh everybody was a flawed character and so everyone's incompetent in this movie, it's like comedically incompetent, including the investigator. And I wanted him to be competent, but looks like he's incompetent. But really, he's the kind of secret genius. That'd be very Sherlock Holmes esque. Mm. And I, I, I was wanting that. I didn't get that. Well, just movie. watch Sherlock Holmes then. Like, that's sort of what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want it to, I don't want it to copy. I like. No, that not it's... copy. Of course, I'm describing the character type that I was looking for that wasn't there. I. Felt yeah. that was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity because they didn't want to copy Sherlock Holmes. Okay. So I yeah. appreciate that I'll they accept, didn't copy. I'll accept it. Uh, this is directed by Ryan, jo- Ryan Johnson. R-I-A-N. I don't know how to say his name. Rain. Ryan Johnson. Rain Johnson. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm just making yeah. it up. Yeah. Uh, he did Looper. I'm illiterate. And he did The Last Jedi as a train wreck. Worst Star Wars movie. Worst. One of the worst. No, I think five is probably the worst. It's one of the worst movies. Oh, no. Or six. Five or six is the worst. Five or six. (laughs) I'm just testing to see if you're actually paying attention to what I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, I... Sometimes. If if I'm trying to say something, I, I don't pay attention to what you're saying just like everyone else no i pay attention to most people and try to see if other people are paying attention to me when i'm speaking usually not i do do that are you saying i don't no i'm saying other people don't pay attention to you when you're speaking um i would say it happens a normal amount people always pay attention when i speak because i speak so i speak so little that i make it a a treat when i say words that's definitely a strategy that's uh good to utilize kind of being the quiet person that when you speak up people listen i think that's i think that's good it's not how i do it <laughs> no. a lot of shoot and miss <laughs> yeah um knives out though it what else it, i liked when they were interviewing each family member and all their stories happened and they showed them on screen and then when the next family member would happen it showed a totally different story that with the same and i just love what yeah it was like a cut it'd be like interviewing one person and it'd be like well this is what i saw happen it'd be like what happened at the party from their perspective and then it switches to the other person that they're interviewing and they'd be like well at my party i was in the other room and da 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 and you see like the same characters and it's like 
a totally yeah i I, that was really fun i really like that part that was cool because it it shows that uh the that the narrators of the movie are um unreliable and that's makes for interesting tension because you're you don't know who to trust yeah you just know all the family members are lying so you're like oh i don't know anyone there's no like i feel like some mysteries and thrillers and stuff like that there are clues in the movie that you can be like oh i saw that and i can draw this conclusion and I'm 20 minutes in the movie, and I think I solved it already. Yeah. And I'll, I'll catch myself A, a movie sometimes. like that was uh, Seven Pounds. Yeah. Have you seen that with Will Smith? Yeah. And it was like, I was sitting with someone, and she figured out the movie all the way through, like 15 minutes in, and like said it aloud to the group. And we were all like, oh, okay, maybe that's a good idea. And it exactly happened. Exactly, we are all like, you, you got it. <laughs> yeah, like some movies give it away too much, whereas this one yeah. was like, no, these are these are all lying bumbling idiots who are greedy yes. greedy kids they were so self-centered yeah i thought chris evans was gonna be a good guy and then it turns out he's the worst one he was he went from bad to Sorry, good captain i thought captain america was gonna be a good guy because he plays good guys normally like how do you not I play love that. yeah yeah I maybe they it. chose him specifically for that exactly yeah. he's you know they were like listen everybody knows they chose anna darmas because she's a little foreign girl too dude she's a mexican she was from she was from venezuela uh uruguay brazil and then they had some other it was like they, chile they said they this? said all that yeah that was part of the the throwaway comments the brazilian nurse <laughs> she's totally none of those oh, oh the family members yeah just not paying attention to yeah, what nationality the rich she family is. members right. got oh, i thought she actually wrong. was like four-way mixed parents of double countries no. making her a quarter of each no, like, no 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 holy no. shit no she she played a great role of just i think all the family's members did their role very well yes i I did enjoy that casting yeah how difficult do you think a casting is a casting director Mm -hmm. um the most famous casting director i think i know of is uh allison jones okay you know who i presume it's she she does all the like (laughs) you gotta it's hollywood you gotta be careful yeah there's lots of are you wishy? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. That's kind of a personal question. That's why I had to. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. It's don't a little. It's a little much. aggressive. Don't so. want to share too much information. Yeah. On the um, interwebs. I forgive you though. Oh. Yeah. Good. No problem. You're welcome. We can move on from this. Can we? Just don't do it again. I probably will. So I'm not even gonna say sorry. You know, sorry means I apologize and I will not do it again. Not always. That's what sorry is supposed to mean. Not always. I think so. Say it. Don't say sorry. Then say it. I'll try not to do it I again. Have, I have stopped people when they do something that pisses me off and I snap at them and they go, sorry. And I go, stop. Don't apologize. Just don't do it again. And that usually gets people like they're like, ooh, because they, they know that. But sorry, <laughs> I backed in your car, but I'll probably do it again. Yeah, that was uh, one of our one of our friends at magic i had to do that too i say friends very loosely acquaintances just this fucking guy <laughs> uh but my my finishing thought on allison jones is that she's the one that that works with adam mckay who does all the will ferrell movies and um garbage they're not garbage movies there's some they're they're like solid movies like the one good movie was uh the wall street movie um wolf of wall street no not that one 
the only Wall Street movie no, worth the watching. No, the 2008 Financial Crisis. Um, Margin Call? No, it was about the the 2008. It's got Steve Carroll. Steve Carroll. You know uh, what I'm talking about. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Damn it. I keep... I think... I think financial crisis i think margin call it's a totally a different movie no it's just a 2000 it's a movie about the 2008 financial breakdown yeah with steve carroll and, and they uh, explained it really well bottom line i don't know what it is today i'm just cutthroat steve jobs damn it whatever people know what we're talking yeah. about everyone knows it's Do on a Netflix. quick google steve carroll are you telling me too? No, no. Okay. Them. Everyone knows what we're talking about. All zero of them. That's a great movie too. Yes, it is. Um, really breaks down. You can just watch like a YouTube clip of the movie that we can't <laughs> think of the name. Google it first. Real helpful. YouTube. But they have clips of um, like. Do you remember who else that has in it? Give them some extra keyword Google. Margot Robbie has a scene. Not that's that's. Wolf that's of not, Wall Street. No, Margot Robbie has a scene and. Um, oh she doesn't say any words right no she's like in a bathtub and she explains how mortgage-backed securities work oh yeah and there's also this other movie you guys watched with um damn it dude names and words today it's the fucking weekend i don't know why we try like it's because we want to talk about stuff yeah and in regular life it doesn't matter if you can't think of something it's right. like ah, whatever you can describe it yeah but yeah. now this is like documented and we want to actually give you guys a, like a good product so we you know you do i do. i like watching dude have you ever walked down an alley the big short the, the big, big short never would have got that yeah but walking down an alley yeah walking if you ever walk down an alley and you have a like a gas canister in your hand just happens to be filled with gas and then in your pocket you reach down you pull out some matches you light that bitch on fire and throw in a dumpster we call that a dumpster fire and those are my favorite types of shows dumpster fire show and that's what this is dude this is a dumpster fire yours truly you make the trash i make the fire and we burn we burn speaking of part burning it's burning up in here fucking cold and now it's hot florida dude we like skipped spring we went from oh it's because you have the candle on of course we went from it was a little bit chilly outside for florida you know like i mean we had to wear a jacket like i couldn't wear flip-flops every day i was wearing uh (laughs) and then we went straight to summer yeah you weren't sweatpants this big deal in florida if you have to wear pants in florida it's like what are we doing here? Some nights I would be at FNM. I couldn't go outside and smoke. I'd be like, it's not worth it. It's... <laughs> and we were like complaining. We we're like, this is bullshit. It's supposed to be in paradise. Everyone's like, I can't walk outside. I can't start my car in the morning. It's too cold. Well, what was interesting is that I got a lot of perspective because I went to Oregon for, for Christmas yeah. and I come back and, you know. Oh, this is, this is easy. <laughs> you guys don't even fucking know what freezing is. Yeah. But yeah, it is pretty, pretty goddamn hot out there. Do you think people would be interested if we did um, topics on, like, did a show about um, a, a singular show of like stuff that is Orlando based? What do you mean? Because I mean, we live in an interesting place. People don't know what Orlando's like. Yeah, they just want to come here for Disney. Yeah, but there's more stuff, and people might find it interesting. It's like only uniquely what you and me could do. Would that be? I don't know if that'd be interesting. 
We'll you know, te test the market on that. This whole time we've been making spaghetti and throwing it at the wall. <laughs> so yeah, let's just keep making more spaghetti and see what sticks. I increasingly I'm I'm worried that we keep making content and I have fun doing it, but it does take up like time and hours of our day. And it's like, is this the right way? If I'm going to spend 10 hours a week on trying to make content for a YouTube channel is us sitting here doing this type of content, the best way to do that. Or mm -hmm. is it less content and then marketing it better? I, I don't know at this point. I, I know to keep doing it. You just keep going, but yeah, well the viewers are supposed to fucking tell us. Hey guys, what do you like and what yeah. don't you like? Put a goddamn comment before you, before you turn us off. Go into the YouTube comments but and be like, "You guys are fucking shit. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Bring back Steven and Joe. Where the fuck is the good relevant content where I can go to the theaters and watch a movie where I actually know what the fuck is going on? We're talking about movies from like ten years ago. So I do thing. like your idea of like yeah. let's uh, let's watch movies that come out recently. Yes. Give people a chance to go to the theaters, or maybe it's still at Redbox, so you could rent it. Theaters are shut down now. No one's going to the theaters, and it might be for a couple months. Oh yeah. All... We might see a lot of theaters shut down. Is it all Regal or all AMC? AMC. AMC. Regal's open then, so you can go to your Regal. <laughs> but don't, cause you'll get. Make sure you wear a mask. COVID-19. I saw a picture today of a woman shopping in a grocery store covered in BDSM. What is it called? Uh, acrylic? No. Fuck, dude. Um, latex. Latex. Latex bodysuit with a gas mask on. <laughs> shopping in a grocery store. And she, like, posed for someone. Hey, let me take a picture. I, this lady was shopping today. I was like, I good for her. I need a new hobby, I yeah. think. God bless. We need people like that out there. Make the rest of us look a little bit more crazy. Because. It makes everyone else look normal. Everyone's crazy like that in their yeah, own but way. It but makes that's a special type of crazy. It makes everyone look normal. But deep yeah. down, you're all fucking nuts. Yeah. Everyone's nuts. Yeah. That's why everyone's special. And you that know, means no one's special. It's funny. Like, when I walk out, I know I'm getting, like, people lump. Every I do this to everybody. I lump everybody into categories of like, okay, he's that type of guy, she's that type of girl, whatever, whatever. I know people are doing that to me, but I feel like I don't fit in any of those categories. I feel like I'm my own person, but it's totally not. Like, I'm just, I'm just an NPC in millions of people's lives. <laughs> you ever think about that? Isn't it just interesting? I wish I got bonus points for hitting NPCs on the road. Cross jaywalking, walking too close to me, just hit you with the car, five points added to my total. Ding ding ding. Especially especially the retards. Actually you say that you go around walking putting people into categories. I actually have trained myself not to do that. For probably about ten years now. I I'm observing Eight, myself do it. I don't do it intentionally. I I try to do if I'm paying attention, I do that as well where I don't lump people into categories. That way you treat them like a person individually, of course. Yep. But I'm, I've also noticing that if I'm focused on something, I don't care about. Like my job requires that I walk into a room full of people that I don't know, and I have to interact with the first time, and I've got to present a certain way, and I've got to tell everyone in that room to do something. Um, information bringing, not I'm not telling them what to do. Um, so I have to like almost lump them into categories in my brain and just like oh, resistor. This person's on board. This person's like, Obi my sister. Yeah, that's what we call. In my brain, that's what I call them. You're resistant to change. You don't want to be hurt. You don't want to be told something. You, and sometimes you just want to complain. 
yeah. fine. But yeah. that's I'm here to listen to your complaints, complaints too. Please email me yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll reply to you in a week. <laughs> but anyway, so um anyway, anyway, we've derailed long enough, but I think we're gonna call it here. We've hit forty I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just I'm happy to <laughs> And this. Oh, can I can I no uh, do my my? You have like ten other movies you watched on, since then. On um, the movie industry though, this is actually a really interesting time that this may be a pivotal moment in the movie industry. That um, so airline industries are going to get bailed out fifty million dollars, or fifty billion dollars. Uh, hotel yeah, I industries. Say, I can come up with fifty million. I'll bail them all out, and then I can. You got fifty million. The... You sleep on it every night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's easy. Shh, don't tell anyone, dude. Now they know I live in Orlando. They're going to come fucking rob me. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, airlines that are ne- necessary that will lose way more jobs than would actually be worth it are going to get a government bailout and will deal with paying taxes later or going into debt to China. Sounds normal. That's As we do. As we do. And uh, But the movie theater industry is asking, and, and Hollywood in general is asking for a bailout, it's like the movie theater chain used to be vertically integrated where the studios would produce movies and they'd, they'd sign actors on for like five movies and you have to, in the next four movies, it doesn't matter if they're a commercial success or not, we have you and you can't do other movies, you can't do TV shows, so the actors, like, you're locked in, you have to do these movies. Right. And you have to do one of the conditions that we set and there was no, um, uh, what do union. they have? Yeah, no unions at all, so everything was, was horrible actors working. union? Yeah, there's an actors, screenwriting's screenwriters yeah, I know union, a screenwriters union. Uh, and the people that work on the sets and the directors union. No, they get too much money. They don't need don't a think, union. I just don't think there's a directors union. They there's get paid. a need for it. But um, you can the, just walk away. Yeah, you just don't have to direct movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. All right. That's where the real power is. Yeah. Um, Let's direct a movie. So yeah, I would like to. Um, right now. No, not right now. But I would like to, in the future. But uh, they used to be all vertically integrated, and now there was an antitrust law that was established by the government. So the federal government in the 20s and 30s for Hollywood like basically broke them up so that you, if you run a movie production studio, you can't also own the distribution to where that movie goes. It just doesn't work that way. You, you, it's not legal. So this affected all the major movie companies except for – uh, Disney. Disney wasn't big then. Now Disney's like number one producer of movies. So movie theaters can choose any film from any studio to show in their theaters and their attractors to get people in, pay for the ticket. T- ticket money goes all the way to the Hollywood studios and then the concession money is what goes to the theaters. When you have people based on a, on a medical you know, uh, quarantine where they can't go out, movie theaters shut down. That means that this whole get people into the theaters and people are steadily declining going to theaters in the past couple of years anyway because streaming services and better tvs for cheaper prices so 2020 they were having a tough time in the past couple of years now they're many theaters going to go out of business so they're looking for a bailout the problem is the federal government specifically people that work for trump um like just more conservative fiscally minded people don't want to bail out people and they actually want to see the movie theaters fail because they're business minded consumers aren't buying movie tickets hollywood has lots of power over where movies get distributed for example hollywood is the one that sets and all the studios get together and agree on this a movie movie ends in their theater run 
they have to have it for like eight weeks or however many weeks once they end it it's three months until those dvds can be sold or they could stream it on netflix or you know streaming sites and netflix has pushed back on this going there's a demand for as soon as the latest movie drops out of theaters people want it and we will pay extra because that's what people want well the only thing stopping that is movie theaters and um the other companies hollywood studios if those fail because they're the demand of us consumers we don't want it that's actually a good thing consumers will start getting what they want but it's gonna throw a big and this is all predictive we, obviously we, didn't, we little, don't know a little but, speed bump in the mega corp of yeah, hollywood yeah yeah and and just to be clear i think i already mentioned it but just that studios do not own theaters those were separated they're not allowed to for the past 60 or 80 years or whatever it was so but it's going to affect both of them but maybe both of them should be affected like screw you guys let the consumers watch whatever movie they want and they'll pay for it whatever yeah it's funny because we always think that movie prices are so expensive and like oh look how much money we have to spend on concessions and all this stuff but the theaters aren't making that much money like no it's never you walk into a theater and it's like oh my god check this place out it's fucking amazing in here unless you're going to a place that has like reclining seats and a bar and a full restaurant you can eat inside like those ones tend to be nice just because that's where the consumer side of things have gone if i'm gonna go to a movie i'm gonna make it a, a goddamn good experience yes whereas you go to the amc over here and it's kind of like this building's 10 it's years dinky. old and and you can wait if you just sit on it and it's i mean there's a million things to do i could just wait three months this this will pop up on netflix anyway <laughs> i'm gonna do that yeah and that's the way it should be the re- you go to theaters now and you got people on their fucking down. phone or screaming or yelling this is sparta as you're watching it or shout out to my two episodes ago little timestamp that showed up on your screen please click it and go watch our old video no no there isn't there is not unless we paid some youtube network i didn't see the (laughs) pop-up unless there's some intern the support intern five years from now that we paid to go back and watch all these videos (laughs) i want you to subtitle it i I guess yeah some interns get paid (laughs) yeah (laughs) intern getting paid what yeah you get paid (laughs) yeah um i hope this is a good episode solid solid give a solid eight out of ten it's too bad no one's gonna like watch i mean i did like lots of research and i wanted to talk about it for the episode and now i you can't derail like... fast enough all right we can hit pause or we'll stop this video <laughs> no that was i think this is episode 21 by the way oh but well that's uh, what i mean hit stop and then, then we'll record the next one right into the next video no um Anal? Okay, quick ones. Hellboy, what do you give? Hellboy gets a 2 out of 10 for me. Okay. 3 out of 10. It is a 2 out of 5 movie, but I liked it. Maybe a 3 out of 5. It's a trend these days. Just telling you what I like. I liked the I mean, we action said a couple scenes. episodes that we shouldn't put a number and a rating on it because then that detracts from what we're actually talking about the movie. So. I gave a whole, a, a whole thing on why I don't think so i mean it's not like the, we're just not writing this down we're just we're just trying to give someone a benchmark they can think in their head oh it was a three out of five or maybe i should go see it maybe not and there's gonna be people that are split they like your take on movies it's gonna be no one i'm being nice but it's gonna be me that they're like oh well 
Michael rates it this way, then I mean, he's the brain brains behind Ouch. this operation. Anyway, anyway, uh, what else I watched? I watched Endgame, Hellboy. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. I would give. Did I already say what I was I was gonna give it? I'd probably give it a four out of five, and I would recommend it to you. And I liked it. It was a cute movie. Okay. Very cute. You know what it's about, the general premise? No. Do you want to know anything about it? No? Alright. I watched another movie. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't worth talking about, obviously. I don't think it was very good. Okay. Oh, uh, 2012. (laughs) I've never seen that. Another apocalyptic movie. The world is ending. John Cusick. Except this one comes through volcanoes and earth-shifting theory. It was it was a legitimate concern when I was in high school that I was like, "What the hell is gonna happen?" In two thousand twelve. In twenty twelve. December twenty first, twenty twelve. Yeah. Twelve, twelve, twelve. <gasps> Holy shit! And then that day comes. I actually forgot about it on the day it happened until like nine p.m. I was like, "Oh wait, <laughs> nothing happened." All right. It's actually my mom's birthday is on twelve. Really? Twelve, twelve. Twelve, twelve. No. Yeah. 1212. 12. All right. I, I, mean, won't, I won't say the Facebook year. Stalker. I won't say the, I didn't say the year. I didn't I've never I didn't say her <laughs> deal. Hey mom, you're 112 today. Well, Corey's actually <laughs> 70. I hope I look like this when I'm 70. You won't. No? Yeah, you're a smoker. <laughs> and I didn't wear sunscreen as a lifeguard, so I'm fucked. Yeah. yeah. I get all kinds of cancer. Yeah, me too actually. Yeah, didn't wear sunscreen? Yeah. Well, I'm a lot of things to say. Me too. But I'm single, so hit me up in the DMs. You don't want anyone watching this. Don't fucking say that. I if if there's anyone attractive watching this, rethink your life. Rethink your life. Well, and then I'm going to say it like unattractive people watch us. I'm just it's really just a bunch of dudes. Like it's probably just a dudes like you and me. You did say that. You don't want to, but you did. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't even mean what I'm saying. Now, now I feel bad for no, you saying that. Apologize. I feel like I'm, apologize for all of our ugly viewers. <laughs> Sorry, ugly people out there watching. Oh, jeez, that went off You're the rails. All ugly. We used to we used to want to call this uh, off the rails, but I think too small to fail. Too small to fail. <laughs> this is the Coleman and Corey show. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Ain't all.